Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him, michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. Prof, how does sperm fragmentation testing improve IVF outcomes? (laughs) Okay, so DNA fragmentation remains a controversial issue. First of all, what is it? So, in uh, creating a baby, obviously um, half the genetic material has to come from the male. All of that genetic material in the male actually sits in the head of the sperm. So if you can imagine a tadpole, that's what a sperm looks like. It's got a head, a neck, and a tail a tail to make it swim to find the egg, uh, and a head to carry into the egg all the genetic material that will make up the baby or half the genetic material that will make up the baby once it's linked up to the woman's egg chromosome makeup. So that chromosome material is in little coils inside the the head of the sperm. Even with very high-powered microscopes, you can't actually see that those chromosome loops. It's only with electron microscopy, which we can't do on a routine basis, can we see those loops. But those loops have to be intact, all connected together to actually have the normal genetic makeup that will produce a normal pregnancy. So what what scientists have shown is that if there is breakup of those strands of chromosomes, fragmenting of those chromosomes, then two or three things follow on from that. The first is that fertilization may not occur. So fertilization rates are lower if men have a very high DNA fragmentation rate. If pregnancy occurs, miscarriage rates are much more likely if you have a high DNA fragmentation as your starting point. Because what nature is doing is getting rid of chromosomal mistakes. If a pregnancy carries on, it doesn't appear that there's any issues in the long term uh, if it's come from a sperm with high levels of DNA fragmentation. How do we define, how do we work out about DNA fragmentation? Tests have been developed quite sophisticated tests so that it's not a a very cheap test to do something called flow cytometry which separates out sperm with the right levels of dna the the ones with the least number of uh, breakdown products of the chromosome being measured and there are a couple of techniques it's called something called the tunnel technique but uh, the one that 
uh, we use is a flow cytometry one. And what that does is says that a man has a high level of DNA fragmentation. Again, there's controversy. What's, where do you, where's the cutoff point between high, low and normal? Up to 30% is thought to be okay using our assay system, but if you're above that, then it's possible. That's why you're not getting pregnant. And also, if you go through into IVF, why it might not be successful. What can we do about it? Treat the cause. As far as we know, the main cause of um, DNA fragmentation is what's called oxidative stress. So what things can cause oxidative stress? We know that cigarette smoking causes oxidative stress. We know that, that high levels of alcohol can achieve that. Uh, we know that stress in itself, uh, men who are stressed in their jobs or in their relationships have a higher DNA fragmentation. So this is oxidizing the genetic material causes the breakup of the genetic material. So antioxidants is therapy. There are products that you can get from the chemist, one of which is Menovit, um, but there are many other male supplements that claim to have antioxidant activity. Some foods are more likely than others, things with high levels of vitamin E, vitamin C, uh, even red wine. <laughs> the tannin apparently has an antioxidant effect. It doesn't mean you should treat uh, DNA fragmentation with a bottle of wine every night, but a nice good red. Um, but uh, certainly there is a relationship. Um, if you want to take a medication, that's probably the cheapest way of doing it is, is actually buying vitamin E tablets or vitamin C tablets. And there is some evidence that improves DNA fragmentation. The other approach which people have attempted to do is to define which of the sperm in a sample are not affected by DNA fragmentation. What one of my PhD students has shown is that if you magnify a sperm 7,000 times, so normally a microscope in a laboratory is up to 70 times, at that point they look, the sperm look like little tadpoles. Using digital in, in enhancement, we can get pictures up to 7,000 times magnification. And in, in that situation, a sperm head looks like a human head. It's that big. <laughs> and what we can see within them is little holes. And what our scientists showed was that the more holes there were, the more likely this, this was going to be a sperm with DNA fragmentation. What we can uh, do with uh, the, what's called high mag is to actually take the sample and pick out sperm that look normal externally. That's the first step. And then inside those sperm, uh, we go looking for the number of holes, vacuoles. And then we select a sperm with the least number of vacuoles to inject into the egg using the ICSI process. And small studies in this area suggest we can improve pregnancy rates, we can even reduce miscarriage rates if we select sperm in that way. So there are ways of getting around DNA fragmentation. But then we go back to where I started, it's, it's still controversial how much impact DNA fragmentation is. Studies have been small and results variable 
as to their real impact. But obviously in trying to cover every base when we're trying to get someone pregnant, we do carry out these tests and we do take you through those extra things, HIMAG, to actually encourage the finding of the least damaged sperm to inject into your And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him, michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. 